Good morning, good morning. John chapter 14, verse 1 through 3. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, you also believe in me. God is our provider. Every name we can think of, Jehovah Nisi, Jehovah Shalom, El Elyon, El Shaddai, that's a provider. He's providing peace. He's providing victory. He's providing his presence. He's providing his comfort. He provided us his son as our shepherd. And our shepherd said, we don't have any wants that eliminate any need or any asking of anything because everything is already taken care of because he also provides. Christ don't do anything or say anything that our father don't say and do. And our father provides. Our Savior, our Lord provides. Our Shepherd provides. We are never in need, never in want of anything. He provides. We are His sheep and we know His voice. Because He provided that answer in the Word. And He did more than that. Because He went to prepare a place for us. And he left us with a comforter that also provides. The comforter can't provide without our Savior providing, without our Father providing. And this is where you and I come in as a new creation. We're just like our daddy. We're just like our father. We're just like our God. We're just like our creator. We're just like our Lord. We're just like our savior. We're just like our teacher. Just like our comforter. Just like Holy Spirit. Just like the spirit of truth. We provide. And we can only provide what they provide unto us. That is the provision. There is nothing outside of that that can ever be said to be God's way. It has to be only what God provides. He provides us answers. Right? Releasing to us who we are. He provides us with his presence. And when he shows up in such a way. And let me speak a little about when he shows up. Note that he's always there. But we say words like show up because you encounter and I'm encountering him in such a way we never have before. Because we're seeing things we never saw before. We're hearing words from God that we never heard before. And when he show us these things that's already on the inside of us. It teaches us all things. But when we settle on, you know, word. 
and powerful scriptures and statements like you are fully equipped that made everything you will ever need, every answer you will ever need, every feeling you will ever need, every want, everything that you can ever ask is already placed within you and I. We are fully equipped. We just haven't tapped into the areas that's already within us. Our full potential is already within us. What we haven't yet seen is already within us. Because it's already written concerning us and we are the living word of God. It's already on the inside of us. So the more we develop, the more we become aware, the more we receive a fresh revelation. A fresh revelation doesn't mean every day to receive a fresh revelation as if it can only be exposed every single day by day. You don't have to wait to receive. You can receive all the day long, each day by day. You don't have to wait for tomorrow morning to know that God's mercies, you know, are new every day. All the day long. We have the ability to tap in to whatever, however, to receive. It's so important to know that we are the whosoevers that believe in him should not perish. We have everlasting life. And everything that you and I will ever do, ever encounter, ever hear, ever, ever see, excuse me, is already on the inside of us. Now it's our turn to provide what we receive from our creator, our savior, Holy Spirit. Now you release what they release unto you, unto others who are around you. And that goes for me too. We cannot release outside of that because it wouldn't be from our Father, our Lord, or the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. So what are we receiving from God? What are we encountering from God? What are we encountering from our Lord? Because Christ never said anything outside himself. If you see me, you see the Father. Now if we see you and you see me, we see the Father. We see Christ. We see Holy Spirit. We don't see your old ways. We don't see my old ways. We don't see my old thoughts. We don't see your old thoughts. We see our Father in one another. So let not your heart be troubled. Because every answer is already on the inside of you because you are the answer. I am the answer. God would not give you an answer outside of what he already answered. Hallelujah. That's why we are so slow to speak. And so much more quicker to hear. Because we only say what they say to us. If I'm not treating you how they treat me, then there's no connection between me receiving what they released unto me. And that's why God say, if you don't love those who you see, then how can you even love me?
I don't even know you. Because he don't know any other way as a child of his outside of who he is. Many other times we have to really, really be still. And I don't mean naturally. That word is spiritually. Be still. You are right. Be still. God got you. Be still. You got to know that thing. Be still. You can hear the word from others to stir you up and encourage you. But you got to be still in your walk. You got to be still in your believing. You got to be still when you exercise your faith. You got to be still to press the praise. You got to be still when you open your mouth and know who you talking to and who you talking about. Be still. God knew that we were going to say things we ought not to say. And that's why he gave us a heavenly language that intercedes for us to say what we ought to say. But how about we say that naturally too? Be still. If you know it's not good, then you know it's not God. Be still. Don't you ever let anybody causes you to not be still. No matter where you are or what you're doing. Because God is not looking at everybody else. When it comes to your walk, he's looking at you and he's looking at me. Let him find himself every single time. He's not searching to find an assist that he don't know what to look for. He's searching for you to receive what he already see so you can make that necessary change. And that goes for me too. When we settle with something, when we receive a word, when we hear it, know it, we become empowered. And when we're empowered, we don't go back to that. If we've been delivered from a nasty attitude, don't go back to that. Because it all falls down to receiving what God says and only releasing what you heard. We can't release nothing else. If our lives are unto him, we cannot release worry, doubt, I'm not saying it's not okay to continue to omit the same mistake. But it's going to continue to be the same mistake when you try to take care of the matters in your own hand by not knowing what to say. Look at the situation different this time. See it from God's point of view regarding it. Now, can that situation overtake God? Can it even come close to our Father and what He can do and what He's able to do? And you are in His image, and so am I. So, what am I saying again? How am I thinking again? 
It must be Christ-like in order to see Christ's results. If he, our Lord, coming to the earth for us to bear our sins, is still setting the atmosphere as our Savior, seated at the right hand of God, became so humble to be broken for us, to say in the atmosphere, I don't say anything unless my Father say. Now who are we? He's the Lord of us lords. He's the king of us kings. And who are we to speak outside of that? God said in Revelation, don't add into my word and don't take anything away from it. That means say what only I say. Do what only I do. Because that's how you live a life I have for you. You cannot experience a life outside of me because I am life. God woke me up very slow this morning and he said, Quenisha, you're reaping about to overtake your sowing. You're about to really experience what tears of joy really is. Your tears are going to feel like crystals falling from your eyes. We can't think about the past anymore, but we can testify what God has delivered us from. If we let things go, if people let things go revolving you, move forward. Stop arguing. Our father don't argue. He be quiet and let you do the talking until you stop and recognize he's not talking anymore. Now when he have your full attention, then he can begin. Now that's how we should be. No arguing. No try to figure things out. Just submit. Just submit. Yes, God to him means yes. Total submission means total submission unto him. Every word means exactly what it means. And there are action words. Submit. Submit to his way. Submit to his words. Submit to his thoughts. Submit to his deeds. Don't wait for a situation to come and then think how would Christ do it. Live a life unto Christ. So when things come, you already know how to respond beforehand. And I'll start with myself first. God does a lot while we are asleep. He adds things to us that's already been added, but we become new at it because we just received a fresh revelation regarding it, which already been there, but we tapped into a new level. Tapping into the deeper parts within us that have never been touched. Getting to know things about ourselves, personalities that we have, sudden strength that we have to continue to come further, to come and go further and further. When Christ said, Come, come. 
Come. Come. Not just coming with thoughts. Not just coming with misunderstandings. Come knowing. Come knowing that everything is alright. Come knowing that he already see it beforehand. Come knowing that he is who he say he is. He can do what he said he can do. Come knowing that so can you too. Providing is a very powerful word. God just keeps saying, come. Come. Don't go to everybody else about me, say of God. You come to me. I already know. I already see. You have no reason to try to hide what has already been exposed, but only I can fix it. Let me fix it. Can I fix it? Because I said to you, I promise you that I am your shepherd. And you're wanting something. You're needing something. So let me be your shepherd. Come and give it to me. There is nothing too big or too small. That I haven't already done for you. Today is marked. God says smile. Today is marked. I'm not a person to easily surprise. Because I'm gifted to discern. God would not have me to discern every detail. But I could feel a lot of surprises around me. I'm aware in what areas, but not every detail in every area specifically. And I don't want to be. But I'll give things or I'll give things. And God said to me this morning, you can't take it off. It's not something I just slap up on you. As you get older, you receive more of it. No, you're born with it. You can't take Quenisha off of Quenisha. And neither can you take off of you. You're born with it. Tap into what you are born to do. That's a limitless lifestyle. Especially when it comes to joy, happiness, peace. God is yelling out joy. It's so loud. It's like thunder in the kingdom. The ground, the floor is rumbling. Joy. He releasing joy. I can't yell in this apartment. But joy. God. 
You're overtaken by joy. Joy. Joy passes all understanding. It keeps you going. It keeps God in the atmosphere. It keeps your faith stirred up. It keeps us being revived. It keeps our fire expanding. It keeps us praising. Making a joyful noise. A joyful noise. A joyful noise. A joyful noise. Make a joyful noise. Make a joyful noise. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Make a joyful noise. Make a joyful noise. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Make a joyful noise with your thoughts. Make a joyful noise within your heart. Make a joyful noise when you hear. Make a joyful noise when you encounter. Make a joyful noise from the time you wake up and a joyful noise the time you lie down even in your sleep. It's a joyful sound. We are free, a joyful noise because of that. We've been delivered. We've been seated. We don't have to be seated. We've been seated. That's a sound. We are victorious. That's a sound. Make a joyful noise. We have to learn how to wait to hear. For the next deposit to release. And how you hear? Making a joyful noise. Christ never woke up complaining. He never did. And if we do that, then what does that say? We're saying words that he never said. We're worrying for what? Make a joyful noise. It's nothing he could not do. You know what helped me when it came to problems of the world? When I was working in the past and thinking about bills and all those things. You know what helped me? It don't matter what happened to me. I'm still living. No man can take my life. No matter what I experience, I'm still here breathing. And living that way, having that to be my reality, my mentality, it caused me to walk in freedom. Freedom from disaster. Because it's disastrous to think of something that you think you got to take care of or you have a deadline to meet when God is the one who's in control. That means you're trying to do what only he can. And we become very frustrated because we can't. We can't do anything outside his will and try to stamp his name on it. He is. He is. He is. Not us. We are just right. So if he is, then I say what he said. Let's invite him in it. Let's give it over to him by making a joyful noise unto the Lord. Hallelujah. Make a joyful noise right where you are. I can hear the sound of all of the earth, all of the kingdom cheering and shouting. God showed me hell for the first time last night. And it's different realms to hell. <clears throat> Jesus. Like it's different realms to the kingdom. And the fire gets more and more intense. 
The same as the blessings become more and more accelerating. His become more decelerating. <laughs> we receive the re. He received the D. You understand? Destroy. You understand? And I thank God that we have eternal life. But what God showed me with hell, the different realms of it, Satan, the day Satan entered into hell, he fell going backwards, but very slow. Because God had him to encounter every realm. Every realm. Before he ended up in the permanent place that he would not be able to move forever. Everything that he done to you and I, it already been done back unto him. But to release that, that knowledge is to make a joyful noise unto the Lord. It's not joyful to complain. It's not joyful to be impatient. It's not joyful to be in fear. It's not joyful to be angry. It's not joyful to receive negative news. Make a joyful noise. God said, Kanisha, the joy that you are encountering. My, 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 my. The people that are connected in your life. My, 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 my. You are favored. You are special. And you consider yourself to be because what's written concerning you. All because God is the one who wrote it. And he don't make no mistakes. So to every connection, I thank God for you. Yes, I am favored to have you a part of my life. Thank you. And guess who I'm talking to? Everybody. Everybody. <laughs> I love humanity. I don't just speak to a group of people or a nation of people. I speak to everybody who was ever here and will come at the same time. I love you now how it is in the kingdom. I give you all of me now here as it is in the kingdom. I lay my life down now as it is in the kingdom. Yes, we are learning, we are developing. But my focus is Becoming better at trying not to say and repeat the same things, you know. Keep repeating the same things that need to be dealt with. You understand? That's my aim. When God say, let your heart not be troubled by putting it in his son to say to us before he went to prepare a place in John 14. Let not your heart be troubled. 
You think you don't see that? Think you don't know that? Let not your heart be filled with anything that shouldn't be there. And that's why I said, guard your heart. I'm looking to see the guarded hearts. Because they're not guarded, the issues are in there. Doubt is an issue. Anger is an issue. Fear is an issue. Guilt is an issue. Meditate on the fruits of the Spirit. And we have to really know that those are God's characteristics. And if we're like our Father, that's only we should demonstrate. Not the opposite. We don't demonstrate hate where we demonstrate love. We don't demonstrate having a tantrum if we're supposed to have joy. Being disturbed when we're supposed to release peace. The peace of God. Patience. Can't be anxious for nothing. It's amazing how God would say something to you. Should I hide this thing or should I say? And he says it to us. You understand? But it would never be in a sense in the old covenant where he had to want to destroy the lot. Because Christ is our ultimate sacrifice. The ultimate sacrifice. Please excuse that. I can't mute the alarms. <laughs> Hallelujah. We are help here. Let's be a help. But before we help others, we have to help ourselves. Okay? So make a joyful noise. When God gives us word to, you know, stir us up, like push past, put that to use. Push past. You don't feel like getting out the bed? Push past if you know you have to. You don't feel like dealing with this person? You have to push past if you know you have to. I don't feel like going to that job. Push past. Sitting in traffic. Push past by making a joyful noise. Let that be the response today. A joyful sound. Hallelujah. Talk to God more in his presence. Also listen. But let him know what's going on with you. Don't think that it's not okay to say anything that he already knows is there. Gotta look at me, Quenisha. Yes. You know why I'm calling you. Yes. <laughs> Hallelujah. And this is what he said today. Quenisha, yes. Your reaping is overtaking your sowing. Can you feel it? Yes. Can you feel it? Yes. To have people experience this feeling. To be an overcomer. I can never ever feel defeated. Because I'm overtaking by the knowledge of knowing that I'm an overcomer. Regarding everything. 
I went past three liquor stores yesterday. And I was like, wow. And I've been in all three. Not this time. Not this time. Hallelujah. Satan will try it all the time. It's not us talking to ourselves because we are dead to self. That's Satan's voice. Go ahead. It won't hurt just a little bit. Nope. And he will keep on trying. Go ahead. Go ahead. Nobody you know? No. And why not? Because my father knows everything. And I care more about him than myself. I care more about humanity more than myself. I care more about my purpose of being here. I don't live unto myself. This body does not go with me in the kingdom. So it does not give me a final word. It must submit to what my spirit man has to say. So the answer, Satan, is no. And every time we deny, you leave out filled. You leave out that conversation filled. So much more than what you entered that encounter with. Just like Christ did. He left filled with the Holy Spirit. But it was but he was led by Holy Spirit to go into and left out filled. And that's his example to us. Every time we deny anything of Satan, even if somebody cuss you out and you want to cuss them back out because it feels good to do that in the flesh. That's Satan. Go ahead. It's okay. Let them know how you feel. Anybody gonna play with you, take you for a sucker, take you for granted anymore. No. Because my life is not my own. God has given us all a great name. And that name is permanent. Now it's up to us to know how much that name really means to us. By continuing to walk in it. Every step of the way. We got to see God in everything. Even something like going to a nine to five. Back on the train for those who going back to work. Went from teleworking for almost two years. If not two years. Now back to doing this. Never see yourself backwards. If you speak words from the past. You're going to see results from the past. When your encounter has been different. So what are you saying? You have to see God in everything. We have to know that we have the power to see what we say because we are like God. But if we're saying what he's not saying, you're going to still see what you're saying. Whether it's what he wants to see through you or not, you're still going to see due to what you say and what I say. So if you're going to say that you're pissed off, you're going to be pissed off. But how about you make a joyful noise instead? Some people wonder... You know about your success And they see that you know Yeah it's, it's granted Because I see your walk And you're walking well But everybody don't know every detail About everything you encounter In your walk But God You understand But Christ and Holy Spirit 
Even our parents know a lot of things regarding our walk. They don't know everything that came our way that was difficult. That seemed to be tragic. Every time you had to stir yourself up and every time you had to push past and believe and even go in your prayer closet and put scriptures in your pocket and things that nobody really knows but you ain't God. And that's why you are where you are because what you did in secret place. And many of us complain in our secret place. That's why it's called secret place. Because that that's how you really feel. That exposed the real you. In the secret place. It's no way outside of that you're going to speak great words. But in your secret place, you're going to speak you know, words of doubt. It's no way. Our secret place, it exposed who we really are. What we really believe. What we really see God as. What we see ourselves as. What we do in secret place. And that goes good or bad. I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you. You ever been exposed to doing something you weren't supposed to do? Because that's what you did in secret place. You will be rewarded openly. That means to be exposed. Whether you're exposed with the light or you've been exposed with the darkness. You've been exposed. But be exposed in the light. Because there's life and light. Be exposed doing great things. There's too many people that have been here that said different things in secret and went out and said positive things openly and was exposed and counted out and caused people to not take the gospel seriously because is there anybody? That's how some people feel right now. Is there anyone? They're looking to see exactly Christ-like. They don't think they don't read the word. <laughs> it's because they don't live the lifestyle. They know the image of Christ. They know the characteristics of Christ. So make a joyful noise knowing that. I feel all the heaven in this place right now like never before. Jesus. Say your tears will be as crystals falling from your eyes. I just left a function in my sleep and it was people there and food there and it was a celebration. And all I know is I was having a great time and God woke me up. I can remember what the food tastes like and every dish was amazing. I felt so special there. And when I woke up, God said, you're reaping, about to overtake your sowing. God has shown me that woman and her son, when a prophet came to their house to ask for something to eat, and that's all she had, and she began to Grab every container that she had to fill them up with oil. And God has shown me 
a lot of containers that are surrounding me like realms. And they are all filled. They're all filled. Now, if that is for me, that is also for you. You have to know that. These are the best days of your life. You have to know that. Say it. These are the best days of my life. Don't think about the old days while you're saying it. These are the best days of my life. When it comes to everything on every side, these are the best days of my life. If I got to push past to receive, these are the best days of my life. No matter what it look like or sound like, these are the best days of my life. And I'm coming up higher in my faith to know the things that didn't look like are beginning to look like. Things that didn't sound like, I begin to sound like the best days of my life. That's my joyful noise. These are the best days of our life. Now make a joyful noise. Now make a joyful noise. Come on, saints. Come on, saints. All I keep thinking about is the children of God marching around Jericho like that. Jesus. 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 Did those walls not come down? Come on now. Come on now. And we in a new covenant. What walls did you want to come down? Keep declaring these are the best days of my life. They got to come down. Jesus. When God put a new robe on you from behind, you know how somebody put a coat over your shoulders without putting your arms in first? That's what God just did. And this time, this robe is like a king's robe. You know how the king robe look? It's red with the white fur with the black dots on it. I don't know what those black dots even symbolize, but that's how it, you know, been modeled for us. And that's what God is actually showing me, just like that. So whoever had that, they saw that they encountered that. You understand? Seriously? God put a king garment on me. Now, if he did that to me, it's on you. Hallelujah. God says, celebrate. You have to celebrate within in order for it to be exposed on the outside. You know, you can't wait to hear a sound to celebrate. You know that you are the sound. You know, you set the sound. You set the atmosphere. You, you gifted to, you empowered to. You don't just live a mediocre lifestyle. You don't just live a so-so lifestyle. Meditate on earth as it is in the kingdom. That's your lifestyle. That's my lifestyle. And it gets better and better and better. God stopped rain in the earth for years due to a war. Jesus. Come on, Father. And we sitting here giving hurricanes names and naming storms. No, I have a name for you, Storm. 
I have a name for you, hurricane. I have a name for you, volcano. I have a name for you, tidal wave. I have a name for you, blizzard. I have a name for you, tropical storm. Any disastrous weather. Any disastrous war. I declare Christ. And I plead the blood. And I release the blood. Everywhere where it need to be sent. Now. That's my joyful noise. Enough with the war. We are children of peace. And not problems. We no longer perish. We prosper. We prosper. You want me to write these things down, Father? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I got you, Father. Hallelujah. Make a joyful noise. Make a joyful noise this day instead. Hallelujah. When we say praise the Lord, saints, praise the Lord, saints. Hear the cheering, hear the shouting, hear the hollering, hear the dancing, hear the instruments. Hear that sound. Would you be able to even take being around hundreds of people with such a sound? Or would you pass out? Would you roll around on the ground? Would you be carried around in the crowd? You know, somebody diving in the crowd, they just carrying you around. Would you be carried around on top of people's hands? <laughs> because that level of Jesus, my God. Oh, God. That's what's happening. God going to send you places, send me places. But people exalting him. He's not going to send us places to release a word. You would also go places to receive one. When I was in that country and the praise was so intense, I couldn't take it. I couldn't take it. I, it was just so, oh God, I was on the floor. They was like, oh, you, you have on a white dress on dirt. I don't care. It's okay. Okay. <laughs> I didn't care. No. I did not care. The praise was just that powerful. And when I go outside of America to different places and, and the praise from other people, God, God. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I went to the Martin Luther King Memorial years ago. And I had, a, I had a sign that I made. God said, you know, united we stand. And a group of Asians came from, I forgot where, Tijuana, somewhere. I, got a, I still got the picture. And they wanted a picture with that sign. And I could feel their praise. They was like, we're just so happy to be here to be a help. You know, we on a missionary trip. And just fired up from Asia. Everywhere. 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 And Paul and Peter and Silas, all of them looking down on us at all these occasions where they have already been and they've seen a great change for the generation as it's coming along. 
Some places we may have to revisit. It's okay. God said to me, you know, giving me Rome. If I was to go to Rome, knowing that, you know, that's what Paul was, and he gave a word, and Peter gave a word. Discipleship, you know, is in the land. I have to really, really, you know, hide my tears and things like that because I, Jesus, just the atmosphere alone. God taking us outside of our comfort zone. Don't ever be comfortable, but enjoy the comfort. You understand? When it comes to great actors like Forrest Whitaker, every movie he played, and it's like I'm sounding like this man, it's so motivating. And he played that character, that role so much that that's your personality. So motivating. Can lift people up just like God. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Going all over the world like that. I thank God that when he had me to travel and nobody, you know, make no passes at me because they see Christ. They may say you're a beautiful woman, but it stays right there. And the beauty they talking about come from within. Do you understand? God had me go around these neighborhoods, southeast, southwest, northeast, northwest, and D.C., even all around B.G. County. And they all give me the same look because they see Christ. I need them like they need me. We are all here for a purpose. So make a joyful noise. Even though some people don't know how to take, you know, the, your new life, the new you, period. They will learn to adapt when they see how faithful you are at being who you are. Just don't keep going back and forth with who you are versus who you're not. Because where's the faithfulness in that? Oh, you're just going to backslide in two more weeks like you always do. Not this time. You understand? God said these are the best days of your life. I'm feeling so many surprises and so many, you know, things happening for you too. If there's anything in your life that you want God to fix, God fix it. I said, God, you know, can you fix my, not can you, please excuse me. God, I thank you for restoring my family. We get along, but we're just so divided. We don't even talk. When we do talk, we be so excited. We don't know what to say. You know? I don't, it's not one person I keep in touch with. Not one. But social media, we relate all the time. I have too much family for that. 
We used to come together doing functions. Now we don't even have any. Come on, somebody. And I start with myself when it comes to being responsible. So God, show me how to make this right. Because even though you stayed away and God can draw you away, some people could be in their feelings about that. You think you better? I don't even know you. How long it's been? We feel like strangers. You understand? You ever sat next to a family member and it felt you feel like a stranger? You don't know what to say? You don't even know where to start. I just want God's will to be done. However he written it, I submit to it. Regarding every area of my life. Because some people he might not, you, you know, they might not be ready to be around you yet. Just because you submit it don't mean everybody else submitted to it. Submitted to giving up on the old way of doing things. Some might still try to bring up what happened 20 years ago. What? You forgot all about it. You still remember that? Some people still current on things. So we're going to thank God for family restoration first. Let's do that first. Thank him for the restoration. Because I'd rather, before I hang out with anybody, I'd rather for you to be healed first. Because there's nothing uncomfortable than you being healed and somebody not and you both in each other's presence. And they don't want to receive what you have to say. It's things that people may feel about you that you didn't even know they felt that way. Oh, wow. Oh, let's fix this. Oh, you thought that? Oh, wow. No, that's not true. <laughs> so when God restores, he restores by uprooting the issues. A lot of generational curses. Hallelujah. As quick as they can be passed on, as quick as they can be cast down. And I'm going to tell you, if you see what a generational curse look like spiritually, you, oh God, it's disgusting. It's a thick vine that's very dark and it takes the place of your veins and your blood inside your body and your bones. It could be from the bottom of your toes. It's like vines, dark, thick vines. It's just skin and a thick vine. Long as it been there, the thicker it gets. And it's disgusting looking. When God pulled that vine out of me, it's it's like my skin got split in order for it to come out. And I was like, oh God, that's gross. Even when it comes to casting out demons, a lot of us don't even, not even aware we carry. Any demonic deceit is a demon. The demon is every word of deceit. Whether it's lying, there's a demon for lying. There's a demon for exaggeration. There's a demon for lusting. There's a demon for anger. There's a demon for everything evil there's a demon for. So if you operate in a negative attitude, there's a demon inside for that. It's because a person not flipping their heads around like Amarose. Like the exorcist. Throwing up goop stuff. And heads spinning like an owl. That don't mean you're not possessed. Any word we say outside of God is possession. It's possessed. Negative possession. Possessing negative things. 
When I was a person who, you know, let people run all over me, thinking I'm a victim and not a victor, you know what that looked like leaving? You know what it's like to see a lot of them leave that one time? You see, do you know what it's like to see voids? That just been, you know, demons been cast out and it become empty in that spot and God filling in with things supposed to be there. Do you know what that spiritually even look like? Try to tell you. I see it. I see it. And it's not to expose. No. Go to God with it. Because I also had to see what you see, what you saw. The same things in lies you embrace, I did too. The demon of alcohol. Oh, God. And by me doing it so long, Jesus. The way how that demon came out. Even when you feel like you're being disregarded, that's feeling like you're not worthy, you're not important. Even when you feel like you're not important, it's a demon for that. That's insecurity, low self esteem, lack of confidence. It's a demon for everything. A demon for divorce, a demon for deceit to get married to the wrong person, a demon for everything, a demon for smoking, a demon for cursing. A demon for trying to take matters in your own hand? If it's not God, then who is it? If it's not the angels, then what is it? I'm trying to tell you. There's no in-between. I serve you, God, but I'm going to cuss. There's no way. Can't serve God and mammon. Did he not say that? We can only say what he says. And I thank God. When I saw it, it was a demon that left, and it was like scooting. And he had no legs. It was just scooting away. It was fat like one of them ghosts on Ghostbusters. Look nasty. It's like, oh, my God. Whoever made, whoever, you know, God put in to make Ghostbusters, I'm trying to tell you, that's real deal. But those not ghosts, they're demons. I'm trying to tell you, it leaves out of people like that. Yes, it does. And they come from everywhere, underground, everywhere. Evil. And it starts out looking, you know, good and appealing. Even racism, oh, that's a terrible demon. It causes separation and division. Terrible demon. But let me tell you, the three most, the three, you know, I'm not going to say powerful, but the ones who be with Satan all the time, Asmodeus, Leviathan, and Beelzebub. They are the main three that's with Satan all the time. Just like it's Gabriel, Michael, and Raphael. Satan have his three. You understand? But they all been defeated. I was like, it's amazing how it feels to have those presents leave you like that. Satan is trying this season to attack your mind. Don't let him attack your mind. Because if he get in your mind, he's going to get in your heart. Come on, somebody. You better guard your heart by renewing your mind. Hallelujah. I love you. Your tears are crystals as well. Because your reaping is overtaking your sowing. Because you're connected to me and I'm connected to you. And we are forever connected. So enjoy your walk and your journey from this day forward. Don't speak nothing that your father don't say no more. Greater is he who is in us is my time than he who is in the world.